Hey, 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 Feedback Friday, everybody. It's a fantastic Friday. I'm here with Nicole Murphy, Senior Director of Lifecycle Marketing at Envision. I'm super psyched about this one today. My friends at Envision are some of the smartest, most interesting people I know. I feel like I'm blowing smoke up somebody's ass, but I swear this is how I feel I am really good friends with Aaron Walter over there. And actually I was one of the first beta testers at the very beginning with Clark. Clark and I go way, way back when things looked terrible, but great because it's the beginning of everything, right? So uh, I keep up with Clark now and then, which is fun. I'm just super psyched to be here with you, Nicole. Thank you for joining us. Happy Friday. Can you tell us a little bit about what we're going to go through today? Yeah, for sure. Um, Thanks for having me. I'm super excited as an email nerd myself. I have followed you guys for quite some time, so this is awesome. So today I think we're going to focus on some email sequences we built specifically around our new freehand templates tool. So this is something we launched recently. It happened to be timed very nicely with a lot of the world going remote, and it's a tool that enables remote collaboration. So that's what we're going to cover today. Uh, Happy to touch on some of the learnings we're, we're gathering from these sequences design, strategy, all that good stuff. How the heck are we going to cover all these emails in this short amount of time? I swear, everybody, we're going to do it. We're going to make it happen. So instead of deep diving, we've heard from you. We're going to spend a brief amount of time, stay on on task, and make sure that we get you all high-level insights into the things that Envision has learned along the way. This episode is sponsored by Influence. From subject lines to pre-header text, call to action button placement, email content, header images, and more, you can test up to five versions of an email with the Influence Marketing Platform. Get a demo at the link below. Nicole, the first question I've got for you is, how did you, I mean, there is a serious sequencing, a thought pattern, a methodology to this whole sequence. I know we're looking at two setups here. I would love to know what is the first part that we're going to look at? What is the second? And give me a brief description of the team that put these together and and how that came together. Yeah, absolutely. So I think the easiest way to think of the two streams we've got built out here is part one is an acquisition uh, stream. So we had some paid ads out in the market using freehand templates to acquire new Envision users. And since they're coming through this new tool, we wanted to put them down a special nurture track of emails to help them better understand the product, use it more, et cetera. So that's the acquisition uh, nurture sequence. And then part two of the emails we'll look at today is more of a retention play. So we took a similar approach, but it's more so targeted at our existing users who haven't used Freehand in a while. And so Freehand is a tool we've had for, for quite some time. It's just the templates piece of it that was the new addition, which is what these emails are about. So we targeted people who haven't used Freehand in over 30 days and put them through a nurture track to not only announce uh, the new template functionality, but to also just help them better understand how they can better use uh, Freehand, especially given the state of the nation today. 
I would say in terms of the in terms of the teams who put them together, my team works closely with the product marketing team who is bringing this new feature to market to come up with the overall strategy of these two different streams. Once we kind of align on that, we work really closely with our copywriters, our design team, our marketing developers who build all these email templates and whatnot for us to get all the assets in order. And then our marketing operations team takes all of that from us and builds these emails for us where we're currently using HubSpot, builds them all for us and gets them out into our subscribers' hands. Smart, smart. About how long did that process take for this set? There's quite a few emails in these. So each track, so like I said, there's the acquisition and retention track. Each track has subtracks based on your persona. So whether you're a developer or designer, you're kind of talked to differently based on how you would use freehand. So there's about 20 total emails. So it definitely took, I would say, a probably close to like a month or so after we came up with the strategy to actually produce all of these things, get them tested, QA'd, and out into the world. So before we get into the strategy around this, one of the things that I'm getting super passionate about, both on the really good email side of my life and also on the Fathom and Draft side of my life, where we are now getting really dialed in on building email design systems for clients. Tell me a little bit about how email design systems have made your life here with designing something as diverse as this set of content with different visuals and different communication. Did that amplify and speed up your experience or, or, you know, is that uh, how you all work? We definitely have our design system in place, but I think the biggest piece is the design that went into these specific emails was also part of our a bit of a like a new branding that we're rolling out because freehand is such a delightful product to use we really wanted to make sure that that was reflected in the design so that's why you'll see throughout some of these like some little emojis or like hearts and stuff because whiteboarding is fun to do whether you're in an office or not so that's kind of where the design came from on that front but we also wanted to make sure we were making it very effective as well in terms of like okay, that's all fun, but here's how you actually use it. Here are all the templates and here's the, like how you apply it in your day-to-day life. That's kind of where all that came about. And I think the templates themselves, like how our emails are built, they're very modular focused. So we know exactly what templates we can work within. So whether it's like two columns or a single column, plain text versus not plain text, et cetera, our, our developers have done a great job on building these templates in such a way that it's really easy to plug in different content and different images and GIFs and, and whatnot. So that's kind of how we run it at Envision. All right. I like it. That's tight. I'll drive, but you tell me where to go and let's uh, make a quick walkthrough and, and give me a sense here on this acquisition track. Tell me what's happening for the user, what you're trying to accomplish. The acquisition track, like I said, there would be ads somewhere on Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever that might be, promoting freehand. And like I said, there's two different tracks. So we're really speaking to our developers as well as our designers. The specific track we're looking at here is the developer track. So you can imagine they came through some sort of ad somewhere that was speaking specifically to the templates that we've built in freehand that are used by developers. We're hooking them in that way, using copy in our ads and our emails that are very uh, specific to that role and dropping them in in such a way. So it's about a five touch email sequence um, that spans over the course of four to five weeks. The idea here is to welcome them into freehand, teach them how to use it, also provide other pieces of content and motivation, inspiration, etc. on how other people are using it. But you can see here in this first email, we're just trying to show them all of the different templates that might be most relevant to them. We've got a handful. These are just four and these are the four 
that are most used by our developers. Fantastic. So very developer specific. And then um, when does this next email come in? I think it's about four or five days later, we decided to take an email and zoom in specifically on the most popular template used by developers, which is the retrospective. I've noticed just from my experience is that sometimes too much in an email, things get lost. And so it's great to show them the, the breadth of what we have to offer, but it's also super helpful to just zero in on like what they need to know kind of thing and drive them straight to the thing that we've seen our developers use the most. Fantastic. And tell me about the third. This one is more of just like a tips and tricks and, and different ways you could use freehand. So not necessarily template specific, but we've got other tools and features within freehand, such as sticky notes and like cool little arrows and stuff and ways that you can kind of collaborate cross-functionally. If, even if you're a developer, you're working with many other roles. So the point of this email was templates aside, here are some tips and tricks on how you can better use freehand as a tool itself. The illustrations and the animations are, you know, it's that classic, a picture is worth a thousand words, right? Like in this case, it's fascinating. The email really leads with this imagery. And then I, I read the content to follow up and see what else. Oh, that's architecture diagrams. Oh, that's story maps. Oh, look, sticky notes. Yeah, I saw it. Now tell me more about it. I'm having a hard time not clicking through <laughs> during, during this video because I'm like, oh, damn, I really want to get into this. The use of GIFs is, is extremely helpful here. What are you all learning about using a GIF like this? That Something that's happening here that I really like. You're actually using a stable image with changing labels as a way of illustrating what's possible in the actions of the users. How'd you land there? With this specific asset, what we really wanted to communicate was with Freehand being a remote collaboration tool, the best part about Freehand is you guys can all go in, you can sketch, you can draw, you can brainstorm together. That's really what we wanted to show here. So that's why we've got the little personas and the little titles of people all moving around and contributing to the same document. And I think on top of that, Freehand is great for, that's where all the ideas form, right? So you can wireframe out a bunch of different screens that you're working on, etc. But we wanted to also show that it might start in Freehand, but Envision is the tool that will help you take it from this wireframe to this like fully designed screen that you're seeing there as well. So we're just trying to show the, the transformation. Well, it's working. It's great. How about this fourth one? What's happening here? As a reminder, so these people are new users to Envision. They just came through the ads. They may not have heard of Envision before, but they're using this freehand thing. We didn't want them to think that that's all we had to offer. And so you'll see here that this is a bit of a cross-sell, cross-promotion tool to tie it all together. So we say, okay, you've used freehand to wireframe your, um, your screens or whatever. Did you know that we also have inspect, which can help you bring your designs straight to code? Did you know we also have a design system manager to help you manage all of these assets, et cetera? So it's really just piecing together all that Envision has to offer. Now, this one's got me super intrigued. <laughs> yes. What's, what is happening here? This is fantastic. Again, these are new people. There are certain people that we acquire through our ads that based on their titles or what company they're from, et cetera, we know that they're likely a better fit for our enterprise product than our freemium self-serve product. And so we siphon those people off and target them with a very like personalized plain text email that's not all marketing-y and just kind of seems as if it's coming from a person, which... I mean, she is receiving the replies, but just to really stand out and start to speak to the benefits of Envision Enterprise and all that it has to offer in addition to freehand. And so the goal with this email, like I said, it only goes to people who we believe are qualified for enterprise, but the goal is to just get them to raise their hand and show some interest in learning more about our enterprise product. 
And how did you qualify those people? So again, it's based on either where they came from, uh, so what channels we're getting them from, what type of title data we're able to get from them, what company they're from, how many employees there, like those kind of questions that we ask people, yeah. Love it. All right, I think we're jumping over into the next track. So now this is not an acquisition track anymore, but instead I've used freehand. In fact, this would probably be for me. I've used it before in the past, before it got this like super rocket behind it. And like now it's amazing. What's happening here and, and what are you trying to do? So the point of this nurture sequence, again, you're right, is going to existing customers we already have. So either you've used freehand, but it's been a while since you've last used it, or maybe you came through a prototyping tool or you're an inspect user and you've never even seen freehand before. We're really talking to those people. And the ultimate objective of this nurture sequence is to get them back in and using freehand. You'll notice a lot of similarities here. I think the difference here is we're focusing on the design track. So you'll notice we're really focusing in on the templates specific to what a designer might use freehand for. So that's just how we're personalizing our message a little bit more. Is that because traditionally the primary user for people who've known Envision the longest are designers? So yeah, so we started with designers, obviously, but since then we've become more of uh, like a design collaboration tool. So we're often now speaking to developers because the designers are handing off their designs to developers to use our inspect tool to convert into code. So developers are a big, a big persona for us as well as just collaborators. So whether you're a stakeholder of some sort of marketer and you're just reviewing these designs, we've got a lot of tools for you to pop in and leave comments and feedback and, and whatnot. So those are kind of the, the key personas we're talking to when we're thinking about our messaging so you'll see like a similar a similar pattern here yeah start with broad like here are all of the different templates you might be interested in let's focus on the wireframing one which of course is the most relevant for our design audience and then if you go to the next email so one thing we did a little bit differently here is we used content that we have about other customers of ours that are using freehand as a bit of a like inspirational, motivational play to show how other customers are seeing success with freehand. So we've used a, a ver- social proof. Exactly. So it's a variety of blog posts, customer stories, as well as a webinar that we did recently with Home Depot about how they used freehand amidst this kind of transition to more remote work. So... And I think the learning there is just like we've noticed that at Envision, but also at past companies I've worked at is different types of content, different types of asset resonate with different people, right? Like everyone's learning a different way. So some might be interested in a webinar, some might never, ever attend a webinar in their entire life. So it's good to, in your emails, include different types of content to just increase your chances of somebody engaging with it. Instead of just having one of these blurbs, having four allows for a broader range. How will you be testing that? So for instance, do you have specific click events tied to watch how people are hitting specific parts of the email so that you can adjust even within this sequence? Yep. So we can look at, obviously, like even within just this email, we can see which piece of content is resonating the most. And so that might tell us, or for like a future iteration or optimization, we might give that piece of content a little bit more real estate, or maybe we move it up in the sequence or it gets a standalone piece or something like that. So those are definitely signals that we're looking at to see what's landing and what's not. Solid. And then we've got two more here. What's happening in these? Yep. So this was just because, um, like, like I said, or like you said earlier, our designers are our core users. A lot of our templates are, are really helpful for them. So what we decided to do was just do another kind of zoomed in look at another template to have them like encourage them to explore with different ones. 
And finally, this one. So again, this is kind of similar. It's just like tips and tricks on, so we've talked about all the templates, but here are ways that you can collaborate with your team and, and use freehand in a variety of different ways. Similar to one of the first ones in the developer track. Exactly. And so what we're trying to show is like, here are the hard-coded tools and features you can use, but here's the benefits you'll get. And here are some things that you might be doing the old school way, or say we a lot more of us were back in the office. Like these might be things that you're doing in less efficient ways, but did you know that you can get the same benefit by doing these through our tool freehand? I've been thinking about this concept and we'll kind of finish up with this. I've been reading a book called Built to Stick, which is an old book by the Heath brothers that a lot of people have read before me, but apparently the memo did not get to me. (laughs) So I'm reading it now and it's freaking amazing and it's just so helpful. And I I love their books. Uh, Another one is Decisive by them. And I I really enjoy how accessible the writing is and, and the concepts. But as a designer, I find this really helpful because what I'm learning is like uh, Fathom and Draft on my, we, we're launching this new site uh, for our email design system work. And in this process of designing this landing page, me and my team got together and really started to, to think about how to create the most succinct, impactful, focused landing page that just says what you need to say as quickly as possible. It dawned on me somewhere in the, in the pipeline of my brain emails, so many are really these landing pages delivered. I've just in general, I'm very interested in this idea that email is relationship delivered. But I also this other phrase or like landing pages delivered came to my mind because it was like, wait a second. One of the things I find in so many emails is people have not taken the time to trim it down to its essentialness. One of the things that I'm getting in these emails is, hey, here's exactly what you're going to get in this email. Here, we will even show you exactly what you're going to get in this email. Now we're going to give you a very quick, very succinct description of what that means and a very clear, ultimate, boom, try freehand, get out of the way. There's no like confusion about CTAs, very clear list of CTAs in case some of this additional information is something that you are more interested in. We go from big idea to specificity. And then again, we go for that CTA and and it's done. That's it. Like that's the simplicity. So what do you think about that concept of these being like landing pages? I think that's exactly what they are. <laughs> um, I think sometimes the, the one way, like one thing you need to be mindful of is just making sure, and it's the same thing with landing pages, but you want to make sure they just don't go on and on and forever. So you want to get in, get out, get your message across as, as quickly as possible. I think the one thing I want to call out here, and I think at some point I saw a version of this email during our feedback and approval process that where you see these secondary pieces of, of content and assets within the email and the secondary CTAs there, I think one version I saw was it didn't have CTAs, like individual secondary CTAs. It was kind of just like the headline the copy and an image. But my feedback to the team is like, if we're going to bubble up some of this additional stuff, like make it really clear on like what we want them to do. If that's the thing that they're going to be taking an action on, where are we sending them? What is that action that they should be expected to do next? And so I think the combination of that really clear headlines, short, succinct copy and a really clear CTA is important. But to your point, managing your primary CTA versus your secondary CTA. So it's really clear on like what that user wants to do next. 
Ah, so cool. So cool. I like to play something called design golf and I've mentioned on other feedback Friday episodes, it's this quality of trying to get down to the essentialness of what you need to communicate, you know, your vision. So one of the things that's happening really powerfully here is there are so few different like type styles and the CTA, like the number of colors being used for the, obviously outside of images, I think is maybe four. That's incredible, right? So these emails are so restful to read that I'm able to focus on the content. So many other emails are distracting and keep me from focusing on the content. If something's not doing a job, get rid of it. There could be lines dividing all of this content, but they're not needed. Instead, just use a little bit of white space and it does the job, right? If you want to understand how to use typography in your designs, go look at all the Envision emails that have ever been submitted to really good emails or that I've put up there. The typography is the center of all design and this team really knocks it out of the park. I'm just so thankful for everybody here. I hope everybody's surviving out there in pandemic land. We love you. What a great community we all have. You have my compassion and my love. And Nicole, please tell everybody at Envision hello for us. Yeah, just thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is really fun. Fantastic. Oh, what are you going to do this weekend? It's Friday. I am not doing a lot because the next three weekends in a row, I've got camping and like <laughs> just, you know, a bunch of stuff good planned, cottage going and all that good stuff. So just taking it easy. Hell yeah. I like the sound of that. I like the sound <laughs> of that. Same here. I'm going to take it easy, try and catch up on some Z's. I got a new puppy and so I am losing some sleep. <laughs> I can imagine. I've been yeah, there. It's all fun. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for a good feedback Friday. Talk soon. Thanks again to Influence for sponsoring this episode. Book your demo with the link in the video description.